Hello there, everyone. Welcome to a special private training. <laughs> this is a bonus to um, our Divine Coordinates Activation Program. Um, and I also invited a handful of other special guests, um, just so the rest of my people are aware. There are some other people joining us, just a handful. Um, this is Rhonda Renee of DivineNavigation.com. And we're here together today to talk about using your divine coordinates in your business. So um, because we do have a few other special guests, and we never know who might be listening to this, <laughs> I'm going to give a quick overview um, of myself and Divine Navigation. So like I said, I'm Rhonda Renee of DivineNavigation.com and creator of the Divine Coordinates Process. We have... Um, an amazing pathway that's been revealed through the work of divine navigation that by starting with identifying your divine coordinates brings you into alignment with your unique energetic soul signature. And those are a lot of words, and they're big words. Here's what it means. There's a specific vibration that you were meant to hold on the planet, and you don't know what it is. <laughs> so we identify that. And when you know what it is, first of all, you can quit trying to be anything else but that. It allows you to then design your life according to that, which brings you so much more joy and relief and magic and fulfillment than all the effort and striving to be what we think we're supposed to be ever could. So once we know what your divine coordinates are and you start to make choices around that and move into the next phase, which we refer to as divine alignment, that's when you're in flow with the universe and magically things come into your life and you also consciously bring things in and let things go. And that is really um, an ongoing process that happens throughout life, right? Like you probably hit on your divine coordinates on good days because you can tell you feel great. Um, things are flowing, um, surprises are occurring, synchronicities, and then you lose it and you don't know how to get back there, right? But we'll, we know now what your coordinates are and you can get back there. So the second phase is divine alignment. At that point, once you know who you are and once you're living in alignment with that, you can move into what we call divine contribution. And that is the specific difference you are meant to make in the world. Now, this is different than a project or a mission or a business, right? But we're going to show you how to bring it into a business. But even if you don't currently have a business or, or even if you do, you can still fulfill your purpose whether someone engages you in your business or not, whether they pay you, right? You still can fulfill your purpose in every room you walk into because your purpose is actually a state of being. So that's what we're going to talk about first is taking this state of being that we know is your divine coordinate and showing how to apply it in your business. So the other thing that, um, you know, just for clarity, there's two primary tracks in divine navigation. There is people who want to have um, just a much greater sense of well-being and fulfillment, and maybe having a business isn't for them. That's totally fine. That's actually, you know, the, the place that I got started with, with the whole body of work was really just around um, living 
your purpose in a purposeful way, right, not necessarily in a business way. And then it was really obvious what we had here is a whole other um, level, penthouse view of how to incorporate this in with your business. Um, and we do also certify other coaches to use the divine navigation and divine coordinates work inside of their businesses. Um, coaches, healers, other types of, of practitioners um, tend to tend to love it. So just for those of you that are new, to give you kind of a lay of the land, <laughs> if you will, if you at any point want to know more about how the work was created um, or about myself, I'm actually not going to take the time to talk about that today because uh, so many of you are already familiar with me. You can always get that, though at DivineNavigation.com, and then, of course, um, if you need support at any time, our main email address is guidance at DivineNavigation.com. That's guidance at DivineNavigation.com. Cool. So what are we really up to here today? <laughs> the thing about in anyone being attracted to um, looking at their divine coordinates in their business and how to use them in their business. Chances are what you're really after is what maybe what you think at the moment is you're wanting to make a difference in the world. But we what we've discovered around here is that if you are a transformational entrepreneur of any kind where you're really conscious and you want to make a difference in the world, you're actually using your business more to evolve yourself than you are to make the difference. It's nice, and you will make a difference, but this whole process is more about your soul's evolution than it is about the people that you serve. And that's a really different perspective on how to design a business. So we're going to talk about some fundamentals before I show you the specifics about how to take your divine coordinates, if you've already got them, and use them in your business. And if you don't already have them, how you can use them as the foundation for your business. So this is for you if you are designing or wanting to design or redesign even uh, a mission or a message-driven business. You know, sometimes they're referred to as spiritual messengers. I often call you all transformational entrepreneurs because there's a specific transformation that you're wanting to have happen, right? Maybe you've been running a business and you're doing everything quote-unquote right, but it's not really getting you where you want to go. And you're probably working way too hard and putting in way too much effort for the results you're getting, if you're getting any. Or, you know, maybe you are still in a job and you have the outward success, but there's still a yearning or a hollowness to it and you're really wanting something more. Or like I already mentioned, you have a specific difference that you want to make in the world and I really view it as a special healing or transformation that you want to create for your fellow man. I believe all of us are here to heal our fellow man, but that doesn't always mean in a business, right? It may be in our family. It may be in an intimate relationship. Um, it may be the girl at the checkout counter in the grocery store, right? But when we're conscious and we're holding the energy that we're meant to hold, then there's always an opportunity to be healing ourselves and others. And most importantly to me, because I do work with a lot of entrepreneurs 
who spent a lot of time in a lot more traditional business trainings, and they feel like they're having to sell their soul for a profit. Um, they're usually exhausted <laughs> and worn out, and they feel really inauthentic. And that is not what we want for you. So I love this quote. Um, the the program that we have at Divine Navigation that is to really dig deep into your program design and things like that in your business, we're not actually going to really be talking about today. I'll point you in a direction if that interests you, but it's called The Business in Your Soul. And I love this quote. I'm, I don't quote the Bible a lot, <laughs> but um, I love this quote from Mark 8:36. What does it profit a man if he gain the whole world and suffer the loss of his soul? So it's important to really think about that because, you know, when you look at how to design a business, the way it's done out in the world, or what I call the business as usual business model, is what you generally do is you think, well, what will make me money? <laughs> and can I find that need in the marketplace that will make me money? And then, oh, yeah, what skills do I have that I could actually fulfill on that need in the marketplace that will make me money, right? So see how that pyramid works? It's all outward. It's all about external, the profit and the need and things I've learned, right, skills. I consider it things I've learned how to do. What we work from is what I call the soulful business model, and that's full F-U-L-L, because your business will be filled to full with your soul. <laughs> we actually flip the profit pyramid. What we do first is we look at what is your soul's evolution? What are the pathways of your soul's evolution? Those are your divine coordinates. Your divine coordinates are your lessons and your gifts. They're what you're meant to express and what you're meant to experience. And they are these specific pathways along which you are going to evolve. So we need to know what those are. <laughs> then you look at, okay, cool. So this is my pathway. This is the divine coordinates that belong to me. Who wants that? And who can I best serve with this? Right? Notice it's not how can I change to adapt to them, but who matches what I'm vibrationally supposed to be carrying. Then we look at, well, what are the pathways to get rewarded for that, also known as profit. Um, years ago, it's probably been about three years ago now, I did a special call when I first created this, um, this profit pyramid flip for my Soulful Business Academy Inner Circle members. And, and those are the graduates of the Business in Your Soul um, that I continue to work with on a deep basis. And um, we went through and I was asking, you know, we talked about, okay, so in a business, the way that it's done out in the world, how do you decide what kind of business you're going to go into? And they had lots of answers for that. Um, and, of course, profit was in there. And then when we got to the Soulful Business model, I literally had to remind them, what about the money, guys? Like, where's the profit fit in here? And what it really illuminated for all of us is, it's not about the money. You're not doing it for the money when you're running the business in your soul. However, you can be very well rewarded. There is money that can come with it if we move through your blocks and we set up the right pathways and programs. <laughs> but first and foremost, you want something more. So, you know, the way that we design businesses and run businesses around here is a little bit different 
but it still gets the same fantastic results, and you don't have to sacrifice any ounce of who you are. You don't have to try to be something you're not. You don't have to exert effort that isn't going to get you anywhere, <laughs> and you can make the difference that you want to without being at the expense of yourself. I think that's hugely important. So when we talk about a soulful business, there's four pillars that go into it. There's meaning, messaging, mindset, and mechanics. And so we're going to talk about each one of these briefly. The first one being meaning. The shortest way to talk about this is, like, why is this important to me? You know, why do I want to do this? Why do I do what I do if I already have the business, right? And here's where your divine coordinates come in because they are the only thing that's going to fulfill you. And they're the only thing that is going to have you stay up late at night if needed um, and really push yourself at times. Like I'm not saying there's no effort when you're running the business in your soul. I'm not saying that. <laughs> um, but if it is some external driver, it's a lot harder to get yourself motivated to continue when things feel hard. That's why people quit. So you have to have a deeper meaning, and it's never an external. So that's where the divine coordinates come in. Next one being messaging. And so messaging is how do I communicate what it is that I offer and what it is that I do so that they get me, right, so that it lands with them and they know why it's valuable and why they want to pay me, right? So that's also important. Also come out of your coordinates. The next one is a bit more of the, you know, common conversation in, around mindset. But the spin that I have on it is not, um, not just beliefs, but literally any of the beliefs that stop you from doing what it is you're meant to do for other people, right? So it's basically everything you think you're not that would keep you from being the one, Right? I know you've all had that thought, like, who am I to fill in the blank, right? So all of that falls under mindset. And then the final one is mechanics. And so that's all of the how-tos and the support structures, um, you know, the websites and the business cards and um, all the logo, all of those things that actually most people think are the first things that they need when they're going to start a business. I've asked this question to rooms full of people, and hands down, most rooms will raise their hand. Uh, well, what, they do, what I do is I ask them, what do you need? And then we make a big list, and then we categorize them into these four categories. So before they know what these categories are, I'll ask them, what do you need when you want to start a business? And then we go back and we number them, and usually about 75%, between 60 and 75% of what people think they need to start their business falls under mechanics. But that's not actually accurate. These four pillars are in order of importance and in order that you have to put them into place. But what tends to happen is everybody focuses on mechanics, and then they basically end up with this beautiful box that's empty. So it's gorgeous, but there's nothing in it because it's missing all of that meaning. Make sense? So I wanted to give you that groundwork so you could see as we're looking at 
taking your divine coordinates and having it reveal to us what I call your soul's message. This is different than a marketing message. We'll take an extension to the marketing message as we go along. But I wanted you to see the philosophy behind how we do this and why we do it in the order that we do it. It's really different. You are your business. You're the container for your business energetically. Um, most of you, if you found your way here, are either micro-businesses where maybe you've got a couple of part-time assistants or maybe one full-time employee, or you're completely solo, a solopreneur as they call it. Um, I have done this work with people who have very large companies. Um, it works a little bit differently for them because uh, they are separate from the brand of the company, but it still makes a huge difference in the revenue of the company and the experience they have inside of the company because they are still holding the mantle for the company. But you guys are literally the container. So your energy is the direct creation source for what happens inside of your business, right? It's your being that attracts, nothing else. You can do all the mechanics in the world, and they're not going to work without your presence, without you showing up inside of it. And for some reason, this really funny story is coming to me. <laughs> I have a, a client, she's been a client for about a year and a half, um, I would say, on and off. And the first time we met was out in an event I was at, and she swears that I wouldn't tell her what I did, but she kind of kept chasing me down, like she was following me. <laughs> and she started joking about it, saying, like, I don't mean to be a stalker, but, like, I need to know what you do. And... And she, for some reason, felt like I was keeping that from her. And I have no idea what I said at the time. I was not there, you know, to get clients or anything. My presence was just there, right? And that's not special to me. That happens over and over and over again with the people that do the divine navigation work, learn their divine coordinates, learn how to work them, and begin to elevate the vibration that matches their soul and people automatically just want to know who you are, right? And then from there, the good news is is you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. So even if you don't ever get to the finesse messaging, <laughs> you're going to have a leg up, and amazing things are going to happen. Um, actually, there's another story. I don't mean to be getting off on these, but they're popping in, so I think it's really important. Um, you must need and want to hear them. When um, when I was first creating the process, this was back in 2011, I was working uh, with a gal doing some coaching for a gal who had been in my Transform Your To-Do List course, which was my very first group coaching that I created that wasn't for teenagers. <laughs> if that intrigues you, again, you can find out more about me at another time. Um, and during that course, her husband left her. So she began doing some private work with me. And I often refer to that as triage, right? Like we were just trying to like stop the bleeding and get her into a good space at that point. So we were both feeling complete. This was, I don't know, six or eight months um, into coaching together. We were both feeling pretty complete, and I had been creating this process. And so I said, well, do you want to use one of your last sessions to experience this process that I created, uh, that I've been creating? And she said, sure. So we did the process. And um, she went away, and she came back at her next session, and she brought a blank check. And she said, this is for you. Make it out for whatever you want. I don't know what you did, but you won't believe what's happened. Right? That sounds dramatic, but 
by the way, she had already paid me. I didn't fill out the blank check. I didn't take it. <laughs> but but that was the impact that it had before she even knew how to use it. I didn't know that I knew how it worked very well at that point. And so luckily it's years later now, and we can consciously create the, the energy for you. But that's just an example of what happens. So let's look at your soul's message. So that is different than your marketing message. Um, it is, comes straight out of your divine coordinates. And as I said, you are the energy and container for your business. So your divine coordinates helps to solidify that and anchor it. And it becomes what I call the no compromise zone. It makes it really easy to say, oh, okay, well, this opportunity matches. This one doesn't. Yes? No. I mean, how many of us have, have spent just hours and hours upon hours agonizing about deciding what direction to go in our business? Should we collaborate with that person? Um, where will our ideal clients be there if we sponsor that event? Um, you know, whatever opportunity that you can think of, you all you have to do is check with your coordinates and say, Does it, is it a fit? Is it not a fit? If, it's, if some of it is there but not all of it, you know, you can try it out, but I can guarantee you the more opportunities that you take and choose and create for yourself that are a direct match to your coordinates, the better it's going to go for you. So for those of you who have your divine coordinates already, get out your divine coordinates charts if they're not with you yet. Grab those. Let's break this down. So the north and the south coordinates are what you do. The east and the west coordinates are how you do it. And the divine coordinate itself in the center is why you do it. That's your motivation. That may not be for your ideal client. And frankly, for most people, it, it isn't for their ideal client. It's really just for their own experience. Sometimes it is. But most of the time, we're really focused on the four directional coordinates in the north, south, east, and west for breaking down what it is that you actually do in the world. Again, this isn't your marketing message, but this just tells us what it is that you do. Here's the other really cool thing about this. It actually tells us the exact thing that people want to pay you for. This is the thing they'll, they'll buy from you. In fact, it's the only thing they'll buy from you. Because even if you don't know it, they unconsciously know it energetically. And so until you're selling what it is that they want to buy from you, <laughs> then you're probably going to have a lot of trial and error and effort to try to figure out, well, is it my program design? Is it my price? Do I have the wrong target market? Am I saying the wrong words? Right Again, all of that is going to be secondary to understanding what it is they really want to buy from you. And they know it unconsciously. So we need you to know it consciously so you can match with that. How cool is that? So I'm going to show you a bunch of examples because it's all conceptual until you see it in action. These are actual clients. I picked a wide variety of industries <laughs> to show you that this works in every single type of industry. 
Uh, like I said, you know, most of the people I work with are thought leaders, um, healers, coaches, transformational entrepreneurs of some sort, um, but this really does work in all kinds of industries. So the first one is um, dear friends and clients for years. Um, I would say, I don't know if I could say one of the first, in the first six months of the creation of the work, he, he got his divine coordinates. And for those of you who aren't familiar with this, follow through with the graphic, and I'll explain to you what his coordinates are. So he reveals oneness through connection and surrender, experiencing the I am. Now, when I do this in a, a talk in person, I'll often, um, before telling you his name right here, which is the sole archaeologist <laughs> that I actually came up with that for him, um, before telling you that, I usually will ask people, what do you think this guy does? And usually people get it right. He's a spiritual teacher. So he reveals oneness through connection and surrender, which that's his language. Um, for you to understand what that means, I would call it divine trust or trust in the divine, right? So that's surrender for him, experiencing the I am. Cool, huh? So guess what? People pay him for that. When we first um, when we first did his divine coordinates process, and he has this in a testimonial, I neglected to put that into this slide presentation for you, um, but he's he shared this publicly. So I'm not I'm not telling anything I'm not supposed to tell. He was making about six hundred dollars a week, and within I think he if I recall within six or eight weeks he was making six thousand dollars a week. That's some serious results out of simply shifting your vibration, right? This next one's super fun. Um, this is Kara Zitnik, and she's my lawyer. <laughs> Launch Her is her company. She specializes in intellectual property for women entrepreneurs. So check this out. She nurtures vision through belonging and resilience, encouraging authenticity. So she nurtures vision. Who else would you want as your lawyer if you have original content and curriculum and you need to protect it? But uh, Well, she's my girl, so recommend her highly. And she was already my lawyer before we discovered this. I and mean, it was like, of course, that's what it is. One of my favorites. And then this is Miss Melanie Pittman of One Big Office. Um, and marketing systems magic. And this is one of the funnest ones because hers actually translates directly into a marketing message. That does not always happen. In this case, it does. So she fulfills true purpose through connection and inspiration, celebrating the divine. So in this case, celebrating the divine is not what her ideal clients are looking for. That's for her. That's the experience she has when she helps them fulfill their true purpose, connects them with their ideal prospects, and inspires them to become clients. I'm going to do that again because you've got to see how this works. So she helps her clients, her ideal clients, fulfill their true purpose by connecting them with their ideal prospects and inspiring them to become clients. How cool is that? 
so great. So she does different types of marketing systems. Um, if you've heard of Infusionsoft and some other um, customer management systems and uh, membership sites and things like that, right? It's not, you may not see that in this, but see how it fits now that I've described it that way. Here's another one of my extremely valuable team members. This is Colleen Davis, uh, ColleenDavis.com. She is a branding and design architect. She is the one to thank for all of the graphics here. Um, this divine navigation logo, I tried half a dozen designers before meeting Colleen, and I said, I need all of these elements. I need the infinity loop. I need the pyramid. I need the two-sided arrow. Everyone told me I was crazy and that they couldn't be done and that it couldn't be put in there, and she did it. So, <laughs> And then we did her coordinates, and we found out why. Because she expresses purpose through connection and generosity. Oh, I'm missing some words. Experiencing authenticity. So she expresses purpose. Like, come on, if you have a purpose-driven business, what other designer would you want making your logo and your website? I wouldn't want any other. She does everything for us. So what's coming up for you? I've got some more examples, but I'm, I want to make sure that this is making sense and that you're seeing how it applies. So I'm going to pause and make sure and check in. Um, any questions for those of you that are live on the line? Um, you can raise hit your try that again. Hit star two to raise your hand um, if you have a question about it or you're just like mind blown about how cool this is. <laughs> I would love to hear that too and that you're following along with me. And if you're on the webcast, um, you can always pop a comment into um, the question box or um, uh, sorry, a question or a comment. That's what I get when I try to do technology at the same time. <laughs> Okay, hold on a second. Let me get back to the dashboard. I saw a hand, but then it refreshed. There you are. Hello, Miss Winnie. Hey, Rhonda. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Why don't you tell us your divine coordinates for oh, anyone who doesn't know all them? All right. <clears throat> My divine coordinates are I am expansion, expressing acceptance through awakening, recognizing divine essence. So, okay, I want to just get this right. So I'm going to switch it around south to north since we're now doing it for other people. For other people. Right? So, <laughs> so I yep. express expansion. Okay. <laughs> yep. 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 Through acceptance. Through acceptance and awakening. Mm -hmm. Recognizing divine essence. Awesome. So it's, it's really um, thought-provoking, I guess, that uh, how, certainly mind-blowing how, how these all, all work and serve, and that the peak experience that I seek is not necessarily the peak experience that my client seeks. And I think that's been something <clears throat> that I have been stuck on. So I uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to hear that it's, you know what what the motivator is for me is not necessarily the motivator for them for them mm -hmm. by what I have to offer mhm mm and and since we have you on the phone, do you want to play this with us a little bit? Oh yeah, that'd be great. 
Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your your ideal client and what you've been doing or you know, who your ideal client yeah. has been or what you want them to be. Mm-hmm. My ideal client is what I call a high-performance, high-stakes professional who has to stay on top of their game, but they've been knocked sideways by something in their life or their business, and they need some help with resilience to get either not back on track, but just get on track and keep staying productive and yet grow through the experience. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, um, I mean, it's your, I think your ideal client is spot on for your divine coordinates. I mean, the way that I see it is that, you know, how do you get them to um, express in their, in their world to the, the, new, the new expansion they've gotten mm-hmm. from accepting what's happened and then having this new awakening, right? Now, you, you won't translate it directly, but just so you can see kind of how, like, okay, I'm good with that ideal client, right? Yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. things you could, there's, there's things you could do with it. And, you know, and maybe there's a, you know, a, um, a twist on the marketing message a little bit to speak more to you know, an expansion or an up-level or, you know, something like that that might be a little bit more in their terminology because we do have to speak in a way that they'll get it. But, again, it's all based in the vibration. Right, right. Okay, yeah, and I haven't been putting the expansion uh, dimension in my marketing, I don't think, or not overtly enough, I'm pretty sure. Well, I think when, when when I hear what you say, um, my focus goes to the not sideways thing, and I think because it's unusual language, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of I kind of forget the first part. <laughs> okay, and it's a little distracting. Yeah, I didn't realize that until this moment. I'm just I mean that's just coming to me right now. Um, so I'm wondering a little bit about um, you know if it, I mean that I'm assuming that came up because those are the types of people that were coming to you. Is that where that came from? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's a and? kind of a shorthand way of saying, you know, when you're facing a challenge, but that has mm-hmm. more of an emotional phrase to it. The thing I'm wondering about these people, though, is that, you know, who are they admitting to that yeah, they have they, a challenge? Right. They, yes, they don't. Um, only to themselves, and they don't really want to share it with anybody. Right. But if yeah. that's who you say you work with and then mm-hmm. they come to work with you, then people will find out they've been not <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm just I know, see. I'm just, that's just what you know, what's coming to me. I yeah. you know, that could mm-hmm. be a, that could be a dilemma for them. But if we speak in their language of, you know, like you're ready to go to the next level and how are we going to get you to that new expanded place? And, again, you might not use the word expansion because it's not so much that you use the exact words. Melanie's example is an, is rare where yeah. there are direct translation. <laughs> That's rare. But you can still speak to the energy using common words. Okay. Remembering that north-south is what you do, mm-hmm. west-east is how you do it. So expressing, is it so I express, but help? does it also help them express? Helping them express, Helping yes. them express, mm-hmm. right. Correct. Okay. Which is showing up, right? Expression, you know, we can easily think that's just words, but it, it is literally their entire being, you know, how their, their leader, 
right? I see, I always see you working with leaders, and I guess it's yeah. when you say high, high, high level or high achievers, um, you know, how they're interacting with their team, how they're showing up as a leader, um, you know, authentically and open and caring and, you know, whatever it is that they need and want out of that. Right. Yeah. So Maybe accepting who they are and then awakening them to how they can be more of that, you know, in their life. And then that ex- expansion gets expressed. Right. I'm writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So how they can be more, so awake, so helping It's recorded, them. too. So oh, you, you can okay. get it off the record. Yeah, it's being okay. recorded, absolutely. Oh, they <laughs> but, are, and then awakening to how they can be more of that, more authentically that. It, that could be one way. You know, if that fits your ideal client, that could be one way that it's used. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool? Cool. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Awesome. Cool. So I've got some more examples for you. You're certainly welcome to um, raise your hand uh, for a question or a comment um, about this as I go through, and I'll pay attention to who's there and what's going on. Um, My next example is actually a photographer, Christina Graffianu. And um, this is a really fun one um, because it led to some, some things that, other photographers don't promote, which is also cool. So she honors connection through self-confidence and commitment, experiencing peace. Again, like her clients aren't really wanting peace, but they're wanting to honor their connection, right? When you get your photos taken, it's usually your family or a couple or, you know, multi-generation. Or if you're getting it for your business, you want to connect with your ideal clients, right? So... After we did this, one of the things that we um, created for her was anniversary photography, right? So she does the wedding. Well, what a great way to have recurring revenue and repeat clients, right? She doesn't have to wait for them to have babies. Like, they're not going to have one of those every year. They have an anniversary every year. So what if a couple got an anniversary photo every year? So that was a fun one. Then Karen Fritz. Um, this one is super cool. Um, she uh, activates unique expression through intimacy and transformation, experiencing joy in action. And um, again, the joy in action isn't so much for her ideal clients, although purpose-driven process um, is her brand, and she is a systems genius, um, which seems funny because if you look at this and you think unique expression you know, that, that she's very artsy, um, she does photography, she rides a motorcycle, right, she does bead work, she has a lot of different expressions. <laughs> um, and we finally stumbled upon this amazing skill she has from her training that is also a gift that transforms um, chaos into something that is just a beautiful system. And she works with, again, people like yourself, um, micro business owners or solopreneurs um, to help them activate their unique expression. How she does that is getting in and helping you create systems that support you being able to do what you do, not try to run the mechanics of your business. Um, she completely 
has saved my life. <laughs> so um, really super talented. And again, it comes straight out of her divine coordinates. It's all, it's all right there. Um, here is another, a dear friend of mine, Rachel Jane Groover. The Art of Feminine Presence is her original body of work. And she inspires awareness through transparency and grace, radiating love. And something I've seen, um, first of all, she loves the word inspiring. Um, her, lots of her, her tagline now is awaken, right? Notice how that's an active tense of awareness. <laughs> and all of my people that I would call divine feminine teachers have grace in their coordinates. They, some of them have them in different directions, but they all have grace in their coordinates. That's a really interesting one to see. The other thing is, there's another little tidbit. For people who have inspiration in the South, they're often performers or speakers. So she also sings and teaches speaking, um, authentic speaking. And so people with inspiration in the South, they're, um, they can perform. <laughs> So that's a really amazing talent. Um, I don't have, right? Like, I'm much more of a facilitator. Talking to Winnie is a lot more um, of what I love to do than just having to tell you this information. But you need this information so that we can talk about it, right? (laughs) Um, Here's another one that is a completely different type of industry. Um, This is Ray Adler, BTI Growth Advisors. And he actually does sales uh, training and executive coaching for banks. And it's really beautiful to see he works a lot with teams, and that makes sense when you see that he inspires unity, right? That Does that sound like a team? It sounds like a team to me. Through allowing and empowering, fulfilling divine service. Now, you might think in this case that fulfilling divine service would only be for him, but he usually works, not usually, he only works with local regional business banks primarily. And so it's very relational, not transactional, like the big Wall Street banks that a lot of us are used to. Um, It's very relational, and they really are being a trusted advisor. And so that's what he's teaching them to be as a trusted advisor to their client. And then he teaches the leaders that he works with how to, you know, give the people that they work with space and allowing and let them show up authentically, but also empowering them to do their job in a way that brings everyone together, inspires unity. And then one last example I'll give you is me. <laughs> so I empower truth through authenticity and possibility, recognizing potential. And Everything that we do in divine navigation um, on the personal track or on the business track has to do with bringing you to a space of emotional authenticity and congruence, having you expand the possibilities for your life and have your truth come forward. And for me, my definition of truth is the divine presence within. And that's where your potential lies. And that's where your fulfillment lies. And that's what we're all waiting for from you. (laughs) So, you know, I can see your potential when I look at your coordinates. I can see your potential before I know your coordinates, but I know the specifics of it once we identify your divine coordinates. And that can only be realized. You can only reach that point when your truth is empowered, when you're authentic and you see what's possible when you show up as you 
and what you're meant to do in the world comes forward. So those are some examples. So the the primary ways that you're you would use your divine coordinates in your business, first of all, is it does designate your purpose. But remember your purpose is that's the state of being. It's not the project or the mission. You get to choose who you would best serve. So um you know, who the ideal client is going to be, who you have the biggest heart for. Um, we have some additional processes where we really pull out basically the biggest ask you could ask for if you were to see the entire planet transform, what would that be? And then from there, we can point to who wants that and what's your role in that, right? But that that mission of the world that you want to live in is not something you can do by yourself. It's not something that you can do in this lifetime, right? So it's huge. It's scary huge. And then you have a particular role that you can play in that. So we can dig through and find that for you together. Um, It's sourced from your coordinates. But there's more because all of your life experiences um, and your preferences and your personality is all going to come through. Right? This is the energetic level, and then we bring it forward out into the world. Like I said, it tells you your soul's message, which we then can translate into a marketing message. We have um, specific ways we do that inside of the business and your soul, identifying the primary and secondary benefits is what I call them. Um, the primary benefits are what your ideal client knows they're looking for, and the secondary benefits are what you know they need in order to get what they're looking for. And the problem generally is is that us transformational entrepreneurs will talk about what it is that we know they need over what they're aware of that they want. And so marrying those two to be sure that you get to give them what you want to give them and that you know what they need and they still get what they want because otherwise they won't know that you're the one that that they are looking for. (laughs) So we identify those before we even go into, well, what's the offer? What's the program design? When I say offer, I specifically mean like, you know, what are the components of what I'm selling and the benefits of that first and foremost. All of that's based out of those primary and secondary benefits. And sometimes we'll see the actual coordinates be part of that. Um, sometimes they are a combination, if you will, of coordinates. So if we took, um, let's see, I'm thinking of a thinking of a client. Her name is Yara. Um, I can't remember what her two. Oh, alignment. She had alignment in the west, and or no, alignment in the south. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to use this example. It was alignment and something else, and I and integration was the center point of those two energies. And so she talks a lot about integration. Um, oh, I'm going to see if I can. <clears throat> going to see if I could find her right here. Um, no, I can't. <laughs> I was going to see. I'm on my computer. I was going to see if I could grab it because it's going to make me crazy. But integration was the center point between those two alignment and something else became integration, that became part of the marketing language. So that's another way that you bring that forward. So 
questions or comments? Anybody else who has their divine coordinates that um, you want to maybe play with? I'm happy to do a little bit of that with you. You can hit star two. I knew you were going to raise your hand like five minutes ago. Hi, Gina. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Actually, I think like an hour ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to be talking to Gina today. (laughs) That's so great. I actually, I hopped on the call a little bit late. I was with a client. but So I I want to clarify the north, south, east, west, and the middle, the what's, the Mm -hmm. why's, and the words in those positions. Yes. That'd be great. So your it's your north south. So tell us your divine coordinates from from south to north. I'm going to switch it up on you. I know I've been telling you to use it just for you, but because now this is your business, we'll do it south to yep. north. That's great. I'm Gina Garris from Denver, Colorado, and I align divine presence through embracing and sacredness, illuminating authentic essence. Awesome. So north south align divine presence. That's what you do. How you do it is through embracing and sacredness. Why you do it, this is your motivation, is to illuminate authentic essence. Now, that isn't always what your ideal client is looking for. So not everyone's divine coordinates in their business go all the way to the divine coordinate itself. That's the experience you want to have. Your people may want that too, right? It does happen but it doesn't always happen. Okay. Because you're going to get it anyway. Like, you're going to get to have the experience. Of illuminating authentic essence. Correct. Okay. Now, so that's, you, that's I mean, based my on the, why. That's your why, correct. My now, why. Now, they, okay. they may want that. And, you know, yep. uh, what, what little I know about what you do, I think there's a chance that they do want that. Um, but it isn't across the board for everybody. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So mind is blown. I need to process it because it Mind yeah. is blown. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's truth when I see this, but when I think about the, like, I align divine presence, my mind is like, well, what do I do? How do I do that? Well, how do I do, do, that, I do right? that? You know, the whole process of, okay, well, yes. And so that's where um, we have something in the business in your soul that I call the how inventory. And those are like processes and and things that tools in your toolbox that you probably already have um, that help to answer that question, (laughs) but also helps to focus you once you know what are the primary and secondary benefits so that you know what you primarily are going to use like as your main dish, if you will, because we all yeah. we all have um we all have primary offerings, secondary offerings, and then what I then what I call support. So there's primary service delivery, support service oh, sorry, rewind. I didn't know I was going to talk about this, so I gotta slow down. Primary service delivery, secondary service delivery, and support service delivery. And what happens for a lot of people a lot of entrepreneurs, is they spend a lot of time in support service delivery, but support service delivery doesn't really make them money. It may lead to a lead that makes them money, but it doesn't make them money. The primary is like this is the obvious, as it says, primary way that the bulk of the money comes in. Secondary service delivery are things you know how to do that you may whip out every once in a while, but they're not the main focus. 
And a lot of us have a lot of tools, you know, that we've picked up. And so to really hone you in on what are the ones, you know, that's part of the how inventory. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I need to go. Okay, cool. Well, cool. lots of processing to do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You can always come back and ask more. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'm checking the Q&A box just to make sure because we do have some people on the webcast. Um, you can always hop on the phone if you're on the webcast and you, oh, my connection's not working on the Q&A box, so I think you have to call in <laughs> if you want to talk to me. Because there's a frowny face going on right here. I don't know. So um, any other questions or comments? It is a lot to take in. Um, so if, you know, if you'd like some support around me kind of helping you put it together um, or any questions about how and where to apply it, I'm here for you. Let's just start to. My internet connection is resetting, so if you raised your hand, I actually can't see it right now. So <laughs> while it's doing whatever it's doing, <laughs> me and technology, um, I will I will just go ahead and mention as well. You know, this is absolutely um, uh, a bonus call to our divine coordinates activation program. So most or all of you are in that program. I will I say most of you because I do know there was another invitation that went out to a community that I belong to um, to see if they wanted to hear in into the conversation as well. So if you don't currently have your divine coordinates, divine coordinates activation program is the way to get that. Um, I'm not officially in open enrollment here, so there's not an official offer, but if you want to be notified when there's open enrollment, the best way to do that is to send an email to guidance at divinenavigation.com, um, and we will let you know uh, when the next group is being put together or let you know how to, um, how to get your divine coordinates, uh, even if we aren't currently running a group. So that um, is available for you. And now my computer's back, and we have Winnie again. Hello. Well, you know me. Given the chance, I'll always have hey. A I, these other these other people. I don't know what they're thinking. They, they should be talking to me, huh? <laughs> really? I well, see them. I, I see everybody. <laughs> well, okay. There's more hands now. That's good. Okay. Good. All right. Well, I'll I'll try and make it quick then. So oh, don't make it quick. Else. What do you need? You, yeah. Well, no. Early. I've been using the word resilience as a way to kind of express what I do, you know, when people say, what do you do? I say, I'm a resilience expert. And it's interesting, I'm getting a lot of positive response to that. Mm -hmm. And I think in the end, it is what happens for people. They become more resilient um, after we go, after they get expanded. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Expansion expansion makes you resilient. I mean, you're not a leaf blowing in the wind anymore. You're taking up all your space. And, yeah, of course it does. Okay, well, I just kind of wanted your reaction to that word with my coordinates because I am getting some positive response, and it's it's the best kind of normal businessy buzz kind mm-hmm. of a word, and that's where my clients are that I've been able yeah. to find that really um, seems people to go oh, you know, they don't go 
Who? <laughs> right. They get it. They get it. They know what resilience is. Something's there. landing. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if resilience isn't like a great um, to use, like in a in a in talks. You know, like talk yeah. titles and stuff like that. Right. Um, because I can see how you know if you're calling an HR department to try to get a speaking gig or something, I can see that really connecting with them. Mm-hmm. And then the thing I still see for you is how do you go right to the executive? They you know, they don't go through HR, right? No, they, right. That's no. not where they go. No. But I don't know. I don't think the word resilience is what you'd use with them. I don't either. I think you know that might work for. Uh, like a speaking gig, like you said, or if they have a rising star program with their future leaders, maybe doing a group program around resilience with them, you know, that might mm-hmm. work. But for the executives, it's it's not what they're looking They are really actually looking for the expansion, I think. They might actually I be looking I think they are. Yeah. I think they are, too. And so, and this is okay. I mean, I know that, again, in the traditional business world, it's not okay to have different messages. But I'll I'll tell you that um, I I rarely say the same thing twice <laughs> when I'm in, when I'm in front of somebody right like when I'm in front of somebody I just get present and I have stuff come out of my mouth and I'm like where did that come from I've never said that before and it's awesome like one of my favorite ones um, you know like I was just like what I have no idea you know where where that came from and it was amazing and then I said it for a long time and then see I can't even remember it now okay. it's not appropriate yeah. right now. Right. And and so, you know, yes, when you do when you're doing things like, you know, um, going online and things like that, we need to get a, a little bit more consistent. But initially, it's just not where most of us get our clients from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had a six figure coaching practice before I even had a website. So yeah. I, I really like people to, you know, like be super clear before they put their time, energy and resources into stuff like that. Um, because it's not you're not going to be organically found online at that stage of the game. <laughs> right, and I haven't been doing a lot more. I've got a website and I've got a LinkedIn profile, but it needs revision, and I'm actually in that process of going through rebranding and then working with you to kind of get the language more, like you said, more aligned so it lands. And I don't mm-hmm. want to change it too many times. That just looks confusing and waffly if anybody picks up on it, you know. Right, right. So when you say I, what it, then it makes sense. Yeah, I I, I would think, um, I mean, what my intuition says for you is that I would put the focus on the site more to that level of executive you really want to work with, and then group programs and things can have the other conversation and, like, talk, right? So book Winnie, you know, HR professionals go here, book Winnie, for your organization, and that's where you can talk about resilience and things like that. And there's a way to umbrella all of that together, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I think there is too. But, yeah, I do have those two groups of uh, in the client base that aren't the same, um, the group program and the people that want to be the senior-level executives, but they're not there yet, and then the folks who are in, in, the, in the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, and they're not doing group programs. Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. Right, right. So that's what that's what we want to do is look at that umbrella that does focus on um, the expansion, you know, the up level of your professional career or, you know, whatever the right words are around that for what they're looking for, um, and then have separate language for 
group programs and talk, but yeah. it's an umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Might even be up level leadership. Um, oh my goodness! Check the URL right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that, that twang something did it, <laughs> right? I mean, well, when you get a good name, you look. Right? <laughs> you do it immediately. <laughs> okay, I'm looking. <laughs> Nobody else look. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else who's on the line currently is in your is in your niche. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it can be as simple as that. Or that you know, if that web URL is not available, then maybe it's up level your leadership is your tagline. Yeah. Right. I mean. Yep. It's so. Why is Daddy being slow? Anyway. <laughs> because because there's energy around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Mine's what? working and it and it's available. So you better go buy it right now. <laughs> That's how the magic of this works, right? When we get into the energy of it, when you ha- when you come up and it just drops in, that's how the name Divine Navigation came in. I got a whole story around that. This this work used to have a different name, and for over a year, I tried to find a different name, but I wouldn't let go of the old one until I found a new one. When I finally had to let go of the old one, uh-huh. Divine Navigation came in, and it was like, well, that's way better. <laughs> And the URL was available. So when the URL was available, you know that was divinely inspired. Yes, up-level leadership is definitely available. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Who would have thought that? How is that possible? I don't know. When I started my environmental company doing risk assessment, Earth Risk was available, and everybody went, really? How did that? that?" I know. It's meant to be. Meant to be. Meant to be. Oh, I have goosebumps all over. <laughs> all over. Like goosebumps have goosebumps. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yay! Yay. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I'm like, I'm giddy about it. I can. I want to squeal. Okay. Well, let me know what else comes in. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> See, this is the fun part. Um, I think this might be Karen. I think I'm getting right to recognize your phone number. Ah, yes. Hi, Rhonda. How are you doing? Good morning, afternoon, or evening, or depending <laughs> where you are. Thanks. Um, I'm just looking. I guess i got to read my divine coordinates, right? Please, yes. So I illuminate personal truth through honoring and transmuting inspiring cooperation. And... I am, let's see, teach math online, and there's no way that fits. <laughs> no, but that's a job. That's, that's, not, your, okay. that's, not, your, okay, that's not your calling. <laughs> I know, okay. I know, you know that's a job. You know that's not your calling. Yeah, so, so, so this is more to inspire me to what I want to move into then. Yes. So there's two things. First of all, everyone can use their divine coordinates to fulfill their purpose no matter where they are, right? So okay. while it doesn't translate directly to teaching math, right? It doesn't translate to math. Right. It does translate to teaching, right? So if you're being this for your students, if you help them illuminate their personal truth through honoring mm-hmm. and transmuting and you inspire cooperation, 
it, you, you fulfilled your purpose. It doesn't actually matter how you make your money. You can still mm-hmm. fulfill your purpose. And I think that's a really important piece to talk about for a minute here because it gets a lot of people messed up when they're like, well, I know what my purpose is, and it's usually a project when they say that. It's not the energetic state of being, which is which they need to know. Um, you know, but I can't make I need to make money or I can't make money at it. Well, if you if that purpose was really important to you, if it was really your purpose, you wouldn't care if you made money. You find you'd work and you'd go do this thing and you'd do it for free. Okay. So whether or not, I mean, I think you will move into, you know, your, your gifts and what you're being called to do. Um, you can still, until that time comes, next week, um, <laughs> until, that time, <laughs> until that time comes, you can be this for everyone you meet, right? And you're not really being it for them. You're being it, and then they get some. It's a natural extension of what shows up in the room when you do, when you show up fully in your divine coordinates. Okay. And not everybody and wants we, to have a business. Right. But if you did and you were starting to get ideas about that, this you definitely want to build it around this. Yeah. Around this. Okay. <laughs> you and definitely so, want to build it around this. When people are beginning this process and they're wanting to build the business, um, do they just start learning more? You just kind of trust that whatever is going to come out of it is going to show up. Um, there's a little bit of that, and um, and uh-huh. I will also I will also share with you all um, the um, purpose to profit pathway that I have identified that we use in the business in your soul curriculum. Um, and I don't know if the slides are changing or yet. Not, not yet because my internet connection is doing whatever it's doing today. It'll be up in a minute. <laughs> um, there is a very specific um, pathway to take. And just like when we talked about the four pillars, um, people tend to do them out of order. And first you've got to start out with exactly what you're doing. You know what your divine coordinates are. You know what it is that you're um, soul wants you to portray to the world, right? Then I talked briefly earlier about that huge paradigm-changing vision that you have for the world, like the world you want to live in. Um, we identify that. Here it is. Your full mission and vision, and we do it differently, and it's kind of backwards from what other people do, but truly your mission is something you couldn't possibly fulfill on where most businesses um create a mission that they know they can they can reach. I want you to create something you know you can't reach. It needs to be that big. And then what's your role in it? And that's where the vision comes in. From there, we get to play with what I call the octopus. <laughs> we tame the octopus. Where that's where the ideal client, the business model, um, those, those uh, primary and secondary benefits, what's the actual offer, all of that stuff is in the octopus. And I just call it the octopus because it's got eight legs, literally. <laughs> you, and you've and you got to know what you're up to first. Otherwise, you're just building some random octopus, you know. And the other way I like to describe this is, you know, how when, um, when you're building a puzzle, you always have the lid to the puzzle box sitting right there to make sure that you're putting it in the right spot. 
what we do is we build puzzle pieces. Each of these steps is a puzzle piece, and then we put the puzzle piece, then we put the puzzle pieces together and see what the picture is. Where most people start out knowing the picture, like because someone told them this is exactly how you build it, and then trying to match that. Or it's what they already have been through and they, they just unconsciously recreate it. So we truly get surprised. Like when we identify your ideal client, it's in a meditation. <laughs> Right? It's like it's not a normal, <laughs> not a normal way. Um, so then from all of those pieces, the brand tends to float to the surface. And I call it narrating your brand story. And we've created some really amazing brands inside of the business in your soul. Um, the relationship architect is one of them. Jeff Lawton um, is just simply amazing work. Design, build, and maintain your ideal relationship. Right? So see how that gives us a story to work with. The designing, the building, the maintaining, it's tactile. The brain gets it. You can follow along with it. Um, there's another one um, from a past graduate that's coming to mind right now on um, uh, a work of heart, H-E-A-R-T, um, is is another really cool one, and her steps are you know all about painting. They they go along with the metaphor of painting. Um, another one is called soul gardening, and so the metaphor is you know planting and cultivating and blossoming. And, right, it just gives you a really great, um, rich visual with these brands because the brain learns best through story. And so we, when we've got a personal brand like this, it tends to flow to the surface. Ken Stone, the sole archaeologist, right, there's a whole visual inventory that comes into your head when that shows up. So then from there, we create programs and products out of that that align with the brand, that empower, the, that, empower that brand and can take it forward. Um, and then we design things so that you can't be compared, right? It's not... A, like per session. You don't do per session offers. It's proprietary program design so that it's not just oh some healer, right? The first thing that we do for all of my business in your soul participants is get you off of the per session thing. And then how do you narrow your focus in to what is your first place to start and then create sustainability and profit before we go to expanding your reach, right? And so something like expanding your reach would be like social media, which people are always, I got to get on social media, right? Well, no, not yet. That's step nine. <laughs> like, no, it's not that important right now. You know what I mean? And then, and then we can repurpose, take all the things you've created, use them in different ways. You know, this is where blog posts, and, and again, this is stuff that people worry about at the beginning of the past. And it's all the way down at the end. And then you start leveraging by working with other people, affiliates or joint venture partners, and then you add additional offerings, right? So there is a pathway that, um, that I've been able to identify with people. And just like the four pillars, people tend to do them out of order. But you have the first most important piece, which is step one, knowing what your soul's purpose is <laughs> and what the message is from that. Um, and then the rest of them, you know, we can get. So for any of you that, um, you know, are feeling called and you want to look into some support around actually doing the design of the business in your soul, 
use that same email address, guidance at divinenavigation.com, and we can chat about what that would look like um, if you're if it's a fit for you at this time and um, how you can go about that. So does that help, Karen? Or did it I helps a lot off? because it's like I can my shoulders can relax and okay. The only thing I need to know right now is I know it has to do with healing and I know it has to do with hands on healing. That's all I know and that fits in with my divine coordinates. It does. It does though, and that's just like one piece. So if I have one piece of the puzzle, I'll be creating the rest later. I don't have to have the whole puzzle you created first. Nope. Okay. You don't. <laughs> Thank you. You that don't. Helps a you lot. don't. And in fact you can't possibly, right? I mean that's the thing right. to know. Um, that's the other thing I hear a lot, you know, to put whoever at rest, because, like, I'm getting goosebumps all over just as this is about to come out of my mouth. You know, don't look at a completely built-out business and compare yourself to that and think you have to have all of that today. I get that a lot from um, my business in your soul graduates as they're going through. They're like, but you have this, 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 and this. And I'm like, but this is years. You're looking at years. I didn't start with all of this. Like, one step happens, right. another step happens, another step happens, and then it builds itself out. So um, knowing that you're going down the right pathway to start with is the most important part. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've witnessed and, you know, been part of organizations, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you're just not doing the thing. You're not doing your thing. You're not doing your thing. And it, it just breaks my heart. It's like the time and the energy, the effort, the resources that are just, you know, <sighs> being squandered. And it's um, it's truly heartbreaking. So okay. you got to know your thing, and you know your thing. You illuminate okay. personal truth through honoring and transmuting, inspiring cooperation. So I'll figure out what that looks like as I go along. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay, and that seems like even a little more exciting than having the big picture now because that way it's like a more open-mindedness of, oh, wow, maybe that'll oh, work, maybe that'll work, maybe that'll work. That gives me chills. Yeah, you can be in, in, right? in an actual state of curiosity. Yeah. See, like, yeah. Does, does this fit, right? Yeah, yes. that is so cool. Bravo. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, we're right about at my target for um, how much time I wanted to um, have with you today to honor your time, keeping it short. Um so appreciate you showing up. For those of you who have your divine coordinates already, um, by now you know the magic that you have in your hands. And giving it to yourself is still always the number one priority. That conversation never leaves us. Even when we move you over onto the business track of divine navigation, we never leave that conversation. First and foremost, you are to receive those energies and share them through your being. Choosing then to take them into a business and create the container that supports you making a living while you're doing that is totally possible, um, totally feasible, and if you're called to it, let's go. Let's get it done. Um, it's really, you know, I think the, the thing that um, <laughs> in out in society, right, like we're told that fulfillment is going to come with success. And for most of us, that doesn't work that way. But success always comes with fulfillment. 
your divine coordinates are what's going to fulfill you. So let's do that, and then let's make you some money at it. So thanks for being with me today. This is Rhonda Renee of DivineNavigation.com, and go out there and be you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.